With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know I love you, I always will. My mind's made up. Hour two, Tuesday edition, Trucks Life. How do you pick those, Ollie? How do you know which one? Do you, do you just vibe? Do you just feel it? You just feel which one to go. That's the way. Um, great friend of the show, Steve Pogasolter, joins us to have a look at his best bits at Mildura. How are you, Pog? I'm going well, Bottas. How are you? Very well. Um, you know what? In about 15 minutes, you'll be doing Harness Charity Challenge again. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you, you must even be thinking this far out. I can see it. I can see it on the horizon. It's, it's going to happen again, isn't it? It's... Um, the year goes pretty quick, doesn't it? It does, mate. It's only six months away. So, um, yeah, about five months ago when I wrapped that last year. So it does come around quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to get my button in a year, I think, and start organising a few things. Are you already – it is at the point, I think, that um, – well, we might have already discussed this in the past, but a, um, a team of employees may need to be brought in at some point or at least – very, very loving volunteers or people willing to work. Anthony Albanese's put up the minimum wage, I think, but you might need to get some help at some point, like significant help at some point if it keeps growing the way it has. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at that. Um, there's a few people who sort of put their hands up and say, what can we do? But, um, yeah, it might be a bigger focus on trying to get some bigger sponsors in this year and we can raise some even better money than we have in previous years. But no, there's been a few, mate. They've come forward and trying to help us out, which is great. I think um, there's a hell of a lot of people getting excited about it, so... Well, it's a measure of how great the game is. People, uh, when they love something and they love the sport and they think it can help the sport and help help charity the way Harness Charity Challenge does, I think harness racing is. There's no greater sport when it comes to that and many other things. Now you've got to find some winners for us. You've got three races you like up in the Sun Raysia, your specialist area, and we start with race six. What have you got for us in the McDonald's, Mildura, and a Rimple Pace, please, Pogger. Yeah, these races, uh, so this one's like for the four-year-olds and up, and it's sort of restricted. And the the, the barrier draws are done by, I suppose, um, the amount of stake money that you've run in recent times. So you get some horses here that are um, probably a lot higher class than some of the others that it meets. So I think one of those is Mailman in this race. Now, this is probably a, more of a value bet at the price. So I missed the early openers. I think it was 13 bucks last night, which is... Ridiculous overs, I think, for my old man. This is a horse where um, that contested in the Majora Cup Series last year um, and equipped itself really well, actually. So, um, and its first up run was only two and a half metres away from Sahara Tiger, which is one of the best free uh, fast class horses in Majora. So, um, it's up against some um, a lot of opposition tonight. And the thing that's, I think, maybe put people off, maybe it's just the draw. So. Look, if there's not too many roadblocks in his way in the last lap, and if he can find his way close enough to the lead, he's going to be mighty hard to, to hold out. So I think that's seven. Even right now, I think he's seven dollars fifty. I think that's a good price to take. Um, to have a little bit of, on the win if you're that way inclined. You can even back back him each way. He's still two dollars ten at place. This does look it does look a little bit ridiculous, doesn't it? I remember during that Mildura Cup Carnival last year, and even beforehand, Lockie Prothero was. 
and yeah, you know, everyone involved with Mailman were talking about the horse being, you know, very, very good. Obviously, there was uh, a little period there where things weren't going to plan during the spring. But when you, if you take the opinion of the horse, then the runs through the second in aid of, I reckon, of the uh, of the Mildura Cup behind our millionaire, then has turned up and proven that he's probably back on track. Did you get the thirteen dollars for a start, Paul? No, mate. So I was um, I walked in this morning and I was almost crying. But, um, <laughs> yes, I didn't get that. Is everything all right, Bob? What's wrong? Yeah. Is, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I'm an emotional man. But, um, no, yeah, I was a little angry when I saw that this morning. But, uh, as I said, I still think the $7.50 is good enough. Like, uh, that's ridiculous, I think. Again, look, back row draws does funny things to horses around Mildura, especially if you get a slower one in front of you and you have to pull out four and five wide. So, look, there is that risk that he could get um, stuck behind something that's not going that well in front of him. But I think it's worth the risk that he got. You would think if you if you if you want one driver to, to take off and and get aggressive, I reckon Pecker might be your man, though. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he might take luck out of the equation, <laughs> and he's, he's a good enough horse to do that too, Mel. Man, I mean, really, he should be beating these. I'm assuming they're targeting the Majora Cup Carnival again. So, um, yeah, he's the best horse that they've got in their in their stable, and um, yeah, no doubt they'll will be targeting again. So. Yeah, he should be beating these horses if that's the way he's going. Now, will you be making your way up to the carnival this year? Oh, look, plans are in place, mate. I've, I've missed Birdship on the weekend um, for the third year running, I think. I actually went about four years ago, and that was one of the best days out you're ever likely to be, um, Birdship. So uh, Mildura is one I haven't ticked off. So, yeah, I've got to get there, mate. I definitely have to get there. We are going to catch up with uh, Brad Sharp at some point to talk about the Birchip meeting. I don't know if I don't know if I'm getting a free pass to. I think there's indications I'm not getting a free pass to Mildura Cup this year, so I don't know. I don't know whether I have to take the week off, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's too good to miss. I've been to too many in a row. I wouldn't like to miss this one. Race seven, the next one, very very competitive betting market in the Tankard Dental Pace, rating fifty one to fifty eight. A fair. Give us your thoughts here, please, Pog. It's a tricky race, um, and I've probably decided on one because of the speed map here, and that's um, Storm Stride. Um, he does jump in class, like he's won a uh, up to 51 rate last time uh, from a back row draw, though, and um, he bet it, I think, a dollar twenty shot on on that night, son of Zodiac. Um, so look, he was entitled to not win that race, and he did. So I think he's got enough gate speed; he'll lead. He'll get across the one here and and, and be in front. The only query, a little query I have on him was um, maybe the 2,100 metres um, with a bit of pressure. But I think at the very he's actually drifted a lot since last night. And I think um, the original odds are around about the mark. So he's actually drifted out to about six bucks now. And I think that's well worth a bet for a horse. It's going to be out in front um, and out of trouble. So, um, yeah, definitely keen to have a, a play on him at the six bucks. This might be the one where you get your money back for not getting the 13 about Mailman. And there's a yeah. theme emerging here, Lockie Prothrow and Pekka McKellum again. Yeah, hopefully they have a big night. Um, they are actually do. Look, I reckon poor old Lockie's had some bad luck in, in a lot of his races over the last few months. So I think he's due for a bit of change of luck. And this is one of those horses, Storm Stride. He's been racing really well for a couple of months for, for Lockie and hopefully he keeps winning. Now, I've got bad news for you. Um, they don't have one in race 11, but you're punting there. So you're going to have to go with the different stable. Who are you going with in the 11th? The Jade Benham supports Teal Pace. Heat four. What do you like here? 
Yeah, I'm going to take your line from Luke, uh, from, uh, Luke Humphreys here, and basically it's true Mildura style early. Um, so you got Robert Crocker, a little bit of a head case here, uh, Bonners, and he'll be leading, and I think their tactics tonight will be to hold, which will be danger, I think, for Ray's daughter, number six. Um, and that sort of makes me lean to, to horses on the back row. So I was on only in the own last time, um, and he got stuck in the death, and that's not his go. He actually drops in class here, um, and I think he'll lap up any type of early speed, and he's going to be mighty hard to hold out late. Um, so only a small play on him, but I think yeah, another that I missed the odds on, I think he's $6 and they're about 4 bucks now. But I still think the $4 is value. Um, only in Rome, I actually thought he'd be a lot shorter in the market. He'll follow through that speed. Um, should be sitting one by one, one by two, maybe. And um, I'll tell you what, there's not many better than Alan Thorne on horses around Mildura. So, yeah, can have a little bit on only in Rome in that race. And just fingers crossed they go a bit crazy early. Uh, Aaron Code and Alan Tormey. And I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you what, I think I mentioned this story going back a few weeks ago, but not long after I first turned up in harness racing professionally, an interview with Alan Tormey, who was about, I don't know, six or 12 months away from out driving a claim. And she was sort of saying, well, that might be it for me as as uh, many people sort of think, well, you know, well, I'll out drive my claim and then there might not be opportunities all this time down the track, and I don't want to give away, I'm making you sound old, Alan, but you're not. Um, but she's driving everywhere in the best form of her career, in my opinion. Yeah, and she, um, I just love backing her around Mildura as well. Like, I don't punt too often outside of Mildura these days, Bonners, but I, get, I, I can bet with confidence when Alan's on a horse. She just knows where to have them. Uh, she obviously has their form really well as well. Um, she just seems to have her horses in the right place every time. Um, she might not be on the right horse sometimes, and even though she's there at the right right places, it's not good enough to win. But I'll tell you what, when you line one up and you're confident and you see her name as the driver, I think you can bet confidently. So, yeah, she'll, she'll be around about the mark. She'll know exactly where to have this horse. Um, and, yeah, fingers crossed she can get the job done for us. It's not easy for the local drivers out there anymore, is it? Like, in this race alone, you've got Wayne Hill, Ryan Ryorick, um, Alan Tormey, Ryan Sanderson, Jack Law, They've encroached, haven't they? They certainly have. There's, uh, there's plenty yeah. of outstanding young drivers that are more than happy to make the trip. And I, I think we've discussed this before, but it is a wonderful breeding ground, I reckon, for them to learn their trade tactically, speed-wise. You learn a lot racing the true, true, true Mildura style, don't you? Yeah, it's it's willing, that's for sure. Um, it's not for the faint-hearted, and, uh, especially around those tight turns. They can just fly into that first turn. Um, and you sort of got to hang on, I think, around that first corner. Um, but actually, even now, some of the hobby um, trainers up there are starting to you know, hand over the drives to these young guns, um, and they're actually seeing a, probably a better return because of it. Um, they're getting more winners, some of those hobby trainers up there, and, um, you know, good to see some of these you know, guys going up there, apply their trade, and then they're you know, getting the confidence out of their driving, and then they can take it elsewhere as well, so... It's great. It's actually great for racing in Victoria, but also for Mildura. Um, it just makes it a great product to bet on, if you ask me. But some others that don't have the same opinion as me, Bonners, but they stay away from Mildura. But I love it up there. I think you know you can follow some of these drivers with confidence and make some good coin. Well, there's a reason why I think for years outside of Melton, Mildura is just about being the second biggest turnover track. It's because people do enjoy the competitive nature of the racing up there, and probably the fact that. 
they know that there's really going to be a quarter given. So you, uh, it's not necessarily always a matter, even though one of your bets tonight is speed map related, it's, it's not always about the map there, is it? It's about um, reading the race and maybe just finding the best horse. Yeah, sometimes you can get the map right and then you don't expect an aggressive drive from another driver and then you, all your plans are thrown out the window and that happens a lot. Um, but then you have him play betting bonus as well. So that's what sort of can save you as well if something does happen out of the norm and um, and then a horse that maybe you didn't think would be in a position that is, you just sort of lay off on and, and get your money back. But, I mean, that's why we love it. It is. It's really competitive racing. It's actually great to watch um, even for someone that's just having a little bit on the side, uh, I think it's just really great race, racing to watch up there, and, and obviously Lukey gets really excited as well. Adds to the to, adds to the drama. You uh, get me excited when you talk about him play betting. I might discuss that a little bit more at the end of the show. Good on you, Pog. Great to catch up, and hopefully I'll see you up in Mildura for the Cup Week. Good on you, boys. Time for a break. When we return, Terry Young to join us. Talk about that great win from Gaelic Glad on Saturday night, and can we compare him to Delta Sun? We'll talk to Terry about that when we return. It is Trot's Life on SEN Track.